On this week's show, Hobie rocks ego, BTS is the talk of the Grammys, and more. We are now going to progress to some steps which are a bit more difficult. Ready, set, and begin. BTS this week for the week ending February 2nd, 2020. I'm Carrie, aka BTS Mama Bear, and I am your host. Hope everyone had a great week this week. There is so much to talk about in the BTS world. Um, it's just, you know, it's come back, so that's always busy time. Um, but I hope everyone had a good week, like I said, and I'm going to go ahead and jump into the data and the data drop. This week, Run BTS episode 93 was released. Um, they played a marble game that most people, I think, had a lot of trouble with the rules, uh, figuring out what they're doing. Um, uh, I certainly don't understand it, but um, that was basically the gist of the episode this week. Uh, it's available on Weverse. I'll have the link to that in the show notes, as well as the link to everything I talk about in the episode on btsthisweek.com. A new BTS Universe animation was released. Actually, this one was released in two parts. Um, It was Shuki's story this time, and in the first part, he uh, found his grandfather, um, we know this story if you watch the um, the brainstorming sessions with the BTS members. Uh, but Shuki's uh, grandfather, the baker, um, had a accident and had to, you know, take leave. And part one, he tells Shuki to go find a new baker. And then they released a part two, and it is the ep- episode where Shuki goes out looks for a beggar, and eventually gets picked up by Tata. So um, there's really um, one, only one more character for them to to uh, collect. <laughs> this is actually kind of like kidnapping, but not really. Um, but um, there's only one more character left, and that is Mang. So that will be at the end of February. Looking forward to it. On the Billboard charts for the week of February 1st, 2020, on the Billboard 200 charts this week, uh, the album chart, Love Yourself Answer is number 114, and uh, Persona is number 152. On the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart, Black Swan debuted at number 57. That is amazing. And I, I know I talked about this a little bit last week, but... Um, People may think, oh, it's just 57. But you have to understand, this is a song that is just meant to, to hype up the album. It's not really meant to chart. Um, and it's doing really well worldwide. On the Billboard Digital Song Sales Chart, Black Swan debuts at number two. Um, Jonas Brothers, number one. Um, but still, uh, a great result for, for Black Swan this week. And then Old Town Road is 21, and that includes um, sales and streams of the Soul Town Road remix that Nam June is on. And we'll talk about Soul Town Road again in a little bit. On the Billboard Pop Songs Radio Airplay Survey Chart, Make It Right featuring Lau is number 26. On the Billboard Social 50, um, BTS was number one, of course. <laughs> 
for the 163rd week, which means they tie uh, Justin Bieber's record. Um, there were a couple of articles in Forbes because Forbes loves BTS uh, talking about this, and um, they they talk about the fact that you know Bill, um, Billboard had this chart. It's it's fairly new. Um, it was uh, launched um, ten years ago, and basically since October twenty ninth of twenty sixteen, BTS has been number one. Um, there's been a, a few weeks that they weren't. Um, only two artists have managed to dethrone them in all that time. That's Ariana Grande and, and Justin Bieber. Um, but you know, basically, they've ruled this chart. They should, you know, as long as we continue to tag and mention them and retweet their tweets, um, follow them on social media and like their posts, they should continue to be number one. Okay, so normally, I pretend that I don't know anything about next week's chart because it hasn't officially been released yet. But usually on Sunday night, sometimes we get an idea of some charts and what the numbers are. So I will tell you this. Sneak peek for next week. BTS breaks the record. They make a they they make a record one hundred and sixty four weeks. But you didn't hear that from me. We'll talk about that next week. <laughs> On the Billboard Artist one hundred, BTS was number nine this week. On the Billboard World Album Chart, Answer was number one. Persona was number two. BTS World's number eight. You Never Walk Alone, number 10, and Tear, number 11. This week, BTS set a new record for the longest charting uh, album on that chart. Um, Tear has been on the chart for 80 weeks. Uh, these are, I think the, these are non-consecutive weeks because it's fallen off and come back up, but... Um, Basically, uh, it is now the, the the champion of the world albums chart. And what record record did it break? The one set by Love Yourself, Her. So again, BTS breaking their own records. Also on that chart this week, um, you never walk alone. This is um, it's fifty second non consecutive week on the chart, and so now. There are five albums uh, by BTS that have been on the world album charts for a year. Um, Tear, as we just talked about, has 80 weeks. Her, 79. Answer has 75. Face Yourself has 58. And You Never Walk Alone has 52. So, where did I get that information? Forbes, of course. Um but yes, they've had five albums now on there for over a year, and of course, they're the only ones that have done it. If you heard me take a drink, I apologize. For some reason, I've turned into <clears throat> turned into a frog now that I'm recording. <laughs> on the world world digital song sales chart, uh, Black Swan debuts at number one. Boy with Love featuring Halsey is number six. Make It Right featuring Love is number seven. Winter Flower by Yoon Ha featuring RM is number 11. Just a note, uh, when Google, when I ask them to play the song, my Google Home, it tells me it's Yoon Ha featuring Erm. So there you go. Um, Chicken Noodle Soup by J-Hope featuring Becky G is number 18. Mic Drop featuring Designers number 22. Idol featuring Nicki Minaj is number 24, and Fake Love is number 25. The debut of Black Swan at number one means that BTS has had a number one hit on this chart uh, in each of the last five years. So that's 2016 to 2020, and that information is from the Chart Data Twitter account. Forbes also uh, 
had an article, of course, about this chart. And what they talk about is the fact that Black Swan is their eight is BTS's 18th number one hit on the world um, songs chart. And of course, it's a record. Whose record did they break? Their own. Um, they have more than, according to Forbes, they have more than three times as many number one hits on that chart as the act with the second most, which I'm not going to mention. What? Well, nah, I'll mention it. Blackpink. Blackpink has done it five times. So, got a long way to go to beat BTS's record. On the Billboard Canadian album charts, there is not a BTS album, but on the Canadian Hot 100 singles chart, Black Swan debuts at number 63. Like I said, Black Swan is performing very well worldwide. Also on the Canadian singles chart is Old Town Road. It is number 23, and it includes Soul Town Road sales and streams. And on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart, Black Swan is number 31, and Boy With Love featuring Halsey is number 70. On the UK charts for the week ending February 6th, 2020, uh, there are no BTS albums or singles currently on the UK charts, but that's going to change come February 21st. Um, Amazon, on Amazon US charts, I checked these yesterday. Um, on the Amazon US bestsellers chart, uh, 7 is number 3, and Persona is number 75. On the Amazon U.S. New Releases chart, 7 is number 2. On the Amazon U.S. Bestsellers of 2020 so far, 7 is number 1. And on the Amazon U.S. Soundtracks chart, BTS World is number 65. Uh, on most of the Amazon charts, um, 7 has gone down a little bit. Uh, Eminem's new album has come in and kind of swooped up the number 1 positions on a lot of charts, but again, the album's not even out yet, so the sales will definitely go up come the 21st. On YouTube, for the week ending January 30th, 2020, uh, on the global uh, top songs chart, Black Swan was number 87. Um, there was not a song on the U.S. top songs chart, nor were there videos on the global chart or the U.S. chart. Um, on the Global Top Artist Chart, BTS is number 22. And on the U.S. Top Artist Chart, BTS is number 60. In the past seven days on YouTube, uh, BTS has had 97.7 million global plays. Uh, the country with the most number of views is the United States with 8.81 million. And the song with the most views, of course, is Black Swan with 9.06 million. We've got some light milestones on YouTube this week. DNA has now passed 12 million likes. It is the second song by BTS to do this. And Idol now has 11 million. And it's the fourth BTS music video uh, to break this record or milestone. Um, and according to BTS YouTube data uh, Twitter account, this is the first, uh, BTS is the first and only artist on global YouTube to have four music videos with over 11 million likes. And then finally, uh, Interlude Shadow has 5 million likes. Um, we're going to talk some more about the, the numbers for the comeback singles in the news section. There's some YouTube view milestones. Boy With Love featuring Halsey is at six, 680 million views. Idol has passed 610 million. Heartbeat, 55 million. Interlude Shadow, 50 million. Make It Right featuring Lauv, 50 million. Boy With Love featuring Halsey, which the audio, not the video, um, music video, is 20 million. And Sugar's Interlude, uh, that's a lyric from Halsey's new lyric, excuse me, a song from Halsey's new album, uh, Manic. Uh, the lyric video has passed 1 million views.
on Spotify for the week ending January 30th. On the Global 200 Weekly, Black Swan is number 48. On the U.S. 200 Weekly, Black Swan is number 74. Looked at my uh, numbers from last week's episode, and the country with the most listeners after the U.S. this week is, again, India. So I looked at the India 200 Weekly. Um, Black Swan was number 34, and Boy With Love featuring Halsey is number 178. BTS has now surpassed 16 million followers on Spotify. Got quite a few stream milestones. Map of the Soul Persona has passed 800 million streams. Boy with Love featuring Halsey, 370 million. Hope World, the album, 190 million. I Need You, 140 million. And Pan Man, 110 million. Paradise, 50 million. All Night, 30 million. Song Request by Lee Sora featuring uh, Yoongi, uh, 10 million. And Black Swan, 35 million. On SoundCloud for the week ending February 1st, uh, on the most played pop songs for all countries, Winter Bear was number 11, Scenery was number 14, 4 O'Clock number 29, and Tonight number 35. There were no BTS songs on the most played pop songs in the U.S. chart. There's one milestone, uh, a huge one, on SoundCloud this week. Promise, the uh, solo by Jimin, has passed 200 million streams. It's now in the top five most streamed tracks on SoundCloud. I still don't understand, though, why it's never on the most played pop charts because it should be. I, I, I get I mean, how does it can't hit 200 million without people listening to it? So I don't understand why it's not on the chart. So stream promise more. And I'll stream all of BTS's stuff on SoundCloud. It's if you have not listened, I, I highly recommend going to SoundCloud because you know. All the solo songs that they release um, as basically gifts to ARMY are there, and there's such good music there that you're not going to find on Spotify. So I highly recommend that you go and check out BTS on SoundCloud if you have not. Okay, so the social metrics for the week ending February 2nd. This is from Next Big Sound. Um Twitter mentions were 18 million. That was up 73% from the previous week. Twitter retweets, get this, Twitter retweets, 6.1 million. That was up 152% from last week. There were 89,000 additional Twitter followers for a total of 23.8 million. There were 45,000 Wikipedia page views. There were 22,000 additional Facebook likes for a total of 9.7 million, and there were 6,886 additional song kick followers for a total of 465,000. And by the way, if, if you, you don't know, because I'm not sure if I've mentioned it or not, um, Next Big Sound is kind of the official um, gatherer of social metrics. For the social 50. So that's why it's good to keep an eye on their week to week numbers because um, these are used um, by Billboard for the, ch- the social 50 chart. I'm not sure why the, the Next Big Sound website doesn't show more, more stats like Instagram and things like that because BTS has been going to town on Instagram for the last couple of weeks. But it's not on the website, even though I, I'm almost positive it counts. I'm actually positive it counts in the social 50. So some additional uh, n- uh, notes uh, under the data drop. Uh, Boy With Love featuring Halsey has been certified gold in Canada 
It's the first BTS single to get certified. And Boy With Love has also been certified gold in Colombia. Spring Day has entered the top five on the melon charts. That is crazy. Every time any, it, you know how it is, every time anything in BTS world um, does really well, Spring Day comes back up the charts in uh, South Korea. Um, we were joking on Twitter the other day that maybe Spring Day should be added to every BTS album that comes out. Um, but again, it is now back on the top five on the Melon Charts. There's two articles that I'm going to link to in this uh, section on the website. So in btsthisweek.com, check out the show notes. There's an article from Forbes um, talking about um, the fact that Black Swan last week charted in the UK, and it makes uh, BTS the first Korean album to chart 10 songs there. And then there's a really good article from the Washington Post. Uh, if if you're on Twitter, you would have seen some people sh- actually, you know, sharing pictures of the print um, newspaper that came out today. But on their website, the Washington Post has a really good article. It's called The Branding Genius of K-Pop Band BTS. And it talks about the, um, the merchandising and the endorsements that... BTS has and how this has all come together to help them connect to their audience. So definitely check that out in the show notes. There was one new Bangtang TV video this week, and that was the Old Town Road live performance uh, with Little Nas X, and we will talk about that more in a few minutes. So now on to the comeback news. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, I'm going to talk about the stream numbers. What I'll do um, beginning this week is at the beginning of the comeback news, um, I will go over the current stream view and stream numbers for YouTube and Spotify. Um, and as new things come out, I will add that to the list. But right now we have we have three um, singles. Interlude Shadow uh, has 51 million views on YouTube right now and 5 million likes has not been released on Spotify Black Swan has 28 million YouTube views and 3.2 million likes and it's been listened to 39.3 million times on Spotify Outro Ego which we're going to talk about here in like 3 seconds uh, has 11.1 million views and 2.3 million likes, and it is not on Spotify yet. I wish they would put the, put Shadow and Ego on Spotify because we would stream them like crazy because they're both great songs. But come tw- February 21st, we can stream them all we want. So the first news story, as I said, under uh, Comeback News, uh, Outro Ego was released today. It is an awesome song. Um, it is featuring Hobie and it's, you know, it's just a, it's a bop. It is so good. And the video is very colorful. It's very clever. It combines, uh, live shots of Hobie and, uh, animation and CGI. And in it, in the song, uh, Hobie talks about how he had these dreams as a child. And as he grew, he, you know, he had, as everyone does, struggles and hardships to deal with. But now that he's an adult, um, he has a reality that he has accepted. He's a, you know, he's talked about this before in interviews. He's very happy and grateful that, you know, ARMY loves him and that BTS has done well. But, you know, that always has, you know, a darker side to it. But the song talks about how, as you know, he's an adult and he's, you know, accepted and um, embraced what his life is now, and he's happy. So it's it's really a great song and an awesome video. I know it's not a lead single, but seriously, that's a video. And Shadow's really good, too. But both of them... Okay, I'm just going to say it. Outro Ego, I like, 
I like the video better than Shadow, even though I love Shadow's video. But Ego, that really could be, you know, best video award um, nominee because it's so, so good. So, of course, online has gone crazy over the song. Um, everyone, you know, likes the um, contrast of Ego and Shadow, uh, which is really awesome. Um, Metro UK, I, I, they had a really good um, a really good quote from their article. It says, in typical J-Hope style, the video is positive and fun, but does include an emotional moment of him in hospital getting checked over by doctors. But they soon bring him back to life and he's off again. Um, Teen Vogue also had an article. Um, and I really like I really like their take on it. Here's what they said. They said, with an upbeat cadence and tongue-in-cheek visuals, outro ego may be vastly different from interlude shadow in form, but it continues the personal, self-reverential, and retrospective narrative the group has been presenting so far in this comeback. And that's exactly right. You cannot escape the, um, the self-reflection and it's very, very, both songs are very, Shadow and Ego are very deep. You know, Ego may sound like, oh, it's, this is a happy, dancey song. And it is a happy, dancey song. And a lot of BTS songs are like this, where you know, you've got a really great um, rhythm to it or a hook to it. But if you look at the lyrics, you know, the lyrics are a lot deeper than the happy music would lead you to believe. Um, speaking of lyrics, please don't watch the lyric videos <laughs> um, because if you're, you know, if you speak and read English, uh, Big Hit puts the English lyrics in the closed captions. All you got to do is turn it on. So don't watch them. I mean, you watch them later in a few weeks. Don't watch them now where the streams count. Um, but it's better just to listen uh, and watch the the video, um, the official music video. So turn on those closed captions. I'm going to link to my uh, Map of the Soul 7 playlist um, on YouTube in the show notes. Um I'm going to continue to update that as new videos come out. So you won't have to have a, another link to go find. It'll just be updated. But I will include that link in the show notes. So this week was also the week that BTS uh, appeared on the Late Late Show. And it was a huge success. Really, you could not have asked for more uh, from an appearance on U.S. television. There were basically three parts of BTS's appearance. Um, the, uh, James Corden uh, interviewed the guys. And the difference between, you could just tell the difference between him and any other interviewer. You could tell he is ARMY. He asked good questions and not a bunch of fluffy questions. Talked about the album. Uh, talked about, you know, what if you mess up choreography? And J-Hope's like, I don't care if I mess it up. Which, it's kind of, there's a lyric and ego about not caring. We all know that Hobie cares if he messes up the choreography. But, again, the interview was really good. There were a lot of good questions asked. And then there was a live performance of Black Swan. It's the first live performance. And it was awesome. It's a um, modern dance choreography. Um, the guys were all in black. A lot of, uh, a lot of similarities to um, Fake Love. Um, no, I don't, I don't want to say a lot. There's a few, um, similarities to fake love that ties those two together really well. And, um, now 
we absolutely know who sings which lines. See, you didn't have to watch the lyric video for that. You just had to wait for the appearances. Um, but really, it was a, a really, really good um, performance. And like I said, the choreography, this modern dance choreography, very impressive. The third thing, which I laughed my butt off watching, um, according to, to James Corden and Why Would He Lie? It's his show. Often after the taping, they'll do a game of hide and seek with one of the guests on the show. Well, they decided to do it on camera this time. And one of the guests on the show was Ashton Kutcher. And here's here's how they did it, though. Basically, everybody in BTS had to hide. And then whoever found four members first won. So James Corden and Ashton Kutcher were running around looking for BTS. And it was so funny. Especially uh, Ashton Kutcher, I mean, literally, just threw Jen over his shoulder to take him where he had to take members when he found them. it was it, You could tell Jim was just like, what has happened to me? But it was really hilarious. Um, all these segments are up on YouTube on the Late Late Show uh, channel. I'll have links to all these videos in show notes. Also, um, word on the street is that they filmed a carpool karaoke segment. Um... But apparently, they do not usually show a carpool karaoke segment the same night that the artist is on the show. They wait and show it on a different date. So, at some point, some point we will get a carpool karaoke with the guys. One of the things that did not happen is I did not see John Cena. I really wanted him to meet the guys. So, I'm hoping he surprises us on carpool karaoke. But we shall see. But I'm not the only one that thinks the performance and the appearance was awesome. Everybody thought so. Um, really, they, BTS was just the talk of the internet the next day. Um, CNN, Billboard, just uh, L Magazine. You know, they, I mean, I don't subscribe to L. I'm not that kind of girl. Um, I'm more of a tomboy, so L's not my thing, but a lot of people read that magazine, a lot of people go on that website, and L talked about the performance, they called it mesmerizing, and I'll, let me just read the, this quote from their article, because it's really, really good, watch a BTS performance, and one of the most mesmerizing aspects is a group's ability to perform elaborate, high-energy choreography while being perfectly in sync with each other and singing. Last night, V, Suga, Jimin, Jungkook, RM, Jin, and J-Hope continued that history of excellence during their debut live performance of Black Swan on The Late Late Show. Come for the music and visuals. The boys all dressed stylishly in black. Stay for the dancing. It honestly may be one of the most breathtaking performances you see today. Like I said, everyone had talked about BTS the next day. Everyone loved the performance. One more thing about the Late Late Show. Um... You know, ARMY was really happy. We were really happy with the way um, James Corden welcomed the the guys on the show. How he, you know, did this awesome interview where he obviously takes them seriously as artists and not just a fad or a way to get views for his show. And someone on Twitter said that James Corden was a big supporter of a charity called Magic Breakfast. This is in the UK, and they provide healthy breakfast to disadvantaged children. Um, because everywhere, including the UK, including the United States, there are kids that go hungry, and they come to school hungry. You cannot learn when you're worried about 
the fact that you haven't eaten in, you know, a day or two days. So, Magic Breakfast, their charity, provides at least the healthy breakfast to get the uh, these kids started each school day. So, the suggestion was that, you know, Army go and donate to Magic Breakfast. And, of course, Army did, because that's what Army does. Um, and it was great. The numbers kept going up and up and up and up. And James Corden, you know, himself um, tweeted um, how much he was touched by this gesture. Um, but basically, as of January 31st, uh, Magic Breakfast um, told, uh, told posted on Twitter that as of January 31st, um, armies had donated over 13,000 pounds. 13,000 pounds. So, hey, Google, what's 13,000 pounds in U.S. dollars? 13,000 pounds equals $17,064.19. $17,064.19 in U.S. dollars. Lot, lot, lot the of money. The answer is 17,064.19 U.S. dollars. He's going to keep, a- he's going to keep asking me. So, let me be quiet. Answering me, I mean. Um, and that will fund 44,000 breakfasts. And it's just amazing. They said that the donations had come from 65 countries, and the top five countries were the U.S., the U.K., Canada, France, and Japan. Army, y'all did good. I will have a link to the Magic Breakfast website in the show notes if you would like to go donate as well. Also this week, um, BTS had another appearance, um, an iHeartRadio appearance, where they were interviewed in front of a very large audience of ARMY. Um, and this time, they discussed the upcoming album. Um, Kiss FM's JoJo Wright was the moderator, I guess, the interviewer. Um, and... He asked about the Grammys, um, and, you know, they all were, like, really, like, you know, amazed about their Grammy experience, and uh, Jen uh, pointed out that Lil Nas X is very tall, which, apparently, if you watch the red carpet, it's funny how much taller he was than everybody, just crazy tall, um, they talked about Make It Right uh, featuring Lauv, and when you know it, Lauv appeared and uh you know um dom june talked about they had met at wembley after the show and became friends and one you know approached him for the remix well it turns out that they in turn bts is going to be collaborating on a song for Lau's next album we're going to talk about that more later um, but when Lau uh, appeared he said that bts were some of the nicest boys on the planet and I agree. Um, JoJo uh, asked about the vibe of the new album. Um, Jamin said it was it. It's amazing. Uh, Jen said worldwide album. That was his because he said describe it in three words. Worldwide album. Um, and then JK uh, said that it's going to be on another level, which we have already seen from the trailers. Um, they talked about the tour a little bit. Um, Nam June put his foot in his mouth because <laughs> uh, he said that this is the second time he said this that they were go- that they're going to have tour dates in states they've never been to before, and he mentioned Seattle and Boston. Well, that's not on the tour schedule, so Big Hit had to shut that down on Twitter, going no, 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 no. So we may see a second leg of the tour in the United States at some point because Nam June is notorious for, for uh, spoiling things ahead of time. Um, and uh, Hobie probably had the quote of the night where um, he said, "You talking about Army, he said, you brought us here and made us shine. We'll show you that your efforts were worth it. 
Oh, he's so sweet. Um, but it was it was a good a good appearance. Um, there's a video online of the whole thing, and of course I will link to that in the show notes. Now on to non comeback news, and of course the the biggest story uh, would be uh, the Grammys. You know, I think I do a disservice sometimes by not trying hard not to concentrate on negative stories because I think I miss giving you the true picture of what is going on sometimes. And I think the Grammys is one of those times because in truth, in the week leading up to the Grammys online, people were not happy. They were seriously unhappy. Uh, pictures had come out, some video of um, practice for the performance with Little Nas X. And a lot of people viewed, the, viewed that or had the opinion that BTS were being treated like backup dancers um, to, to Little Nas X. And they were not happy. And that's putting it mildly. Uh, people were suggesting that we not watch because, you know, the Grammys, which this is absolutely true, had BTS on the show to get more get more viewers. That's, you know, there's no other reason, really. Um, so there was a lot of contention on social media about the Grammys. But in retrospect... Now that the Grammys are over, the performance with Little Nas X was very clever. The way they did the entire, not just the part with BTS, but the entire performance was very clever. It was very well done. Um, there was some concern that because Nam June was the only one on the record, record, listen to me, <clears throat> I'm so old, um, only one <clears throat> on the single that. Um, the rest of the group would be kind of like, you know, set furniture. But they did it in a way that the entire group was included. You know, it started out with Nam June, but then, you know, you, you've got um, Jen and Young, and they're dancing with Little Nas X, and everybody's singing, uh, you know, Everybody in the group sang. Jamin hit this really awesome note. And it actually was a really good performance. And what we've got to understand is, even if BTS isn't the pentacle performance of the night, we're kind of spoiled because of the Asian uh, award shows. Because BTS is the king, and everything about the show is leading up to a performance by BTS. But that's not the way it is yet in the West. Notice I said yet. So, as much as people dislike in, in ahead of time uh, the Grammy performance, it actually turned out to be a very good performance, I think. And also, n nobody talked about anything uh, about the Grammys if they didn't talk about BTS. Um, and that started on the red carpet. When they were on the red carpet, everybody wanted to talk to them. Everybody. And, you know, last year they wore those really nice black suits uh, by a Korean designer. This time, they decided to go with a different look. And fashion sites went nuts. Um... Basically, they wore, um, I don't know if trench coat's really the right word, but they were definitely long coats. But it was, I think they they did this once at one of the uh, Korean award shows. But, you know, it's, a, you know, nice slacks. A lot of them had turtlenecks on and these, these nice, nice coats. And, um, like I said, they were like the talk of the fashion websites. Um, Vogue talked about it. Page Six talked about it. Um, L again, 
Um, Vogue is definitely a lot of talk about their red carpet look. That's before they even went in. And, of course, you know, they did interviews going in. Um, a lot of talk about the new album. Um, one thing that was really cool is um, Nob June basically said, I know there's haters on Twitter, but we got the army behind us. And, you know, haters going to hate, basically. Uh, he's not going to worry about, about people who hate us. Because BTS is still going to be number one, whether those people hate them or not. Um, there were a couple of really good articles. Like I said, there's just lots and lots and lots of articles. Um, of course, Forbes had an, uh, more than one article, actually. But their article titled, BTS Absolutely Dominated the Grammys on Twitter. Very good article. article. Of course, links to all this will be in the show notes on btsthisweek.com. They talked about, you know, the fact that BTS was the first Korean artist to perform at the ceremony. And um, they talked about the fact that there was some contention leading up to the Grammys about, you know, whether this performance was a good thing or not. Um, but I'll tell you, according to Twitter, um, and this is in the Forbes article, according to Twitter, BTS was the most talk about, talked about artist of the night. Billie Eilish, like, won tons of awards. Uh, she won Best New Artist. think she got Best Album. Best, I mean, she basically, she ruled the awards, but BTS was still talked about more on Twitter. They were talked about more than Ariana, Ariana Grande um, or Demi Lovato. Um, little Nas X. That's who they were there to perform with. And people talked about them more on Twitter. BTS. Um, and there were two selfies that were posted. Uh, Nam June posted one. Um, that was, you know, of course, everybody went crazy over. And then Jin also posted a selfie. And these turned out to be, um, some of the top tweets for about the Grammys for the entire night. The one that Nam June posted was the second most tweeted about moment. So definitely, the Grammys got them on a lot of people's radar. Uh, the other, the other really good article was on BuzzFeed. Um. I love this article. I'm trying to find it in my notes. Um, it was basically, they had the best moments from the Grammys, BTS's best moments from the Grammys, and they had many of them. Um, like I said, it's a really good article, but um, the one I want to tell you is number 14. So, from the article. And then, when E asked about their new music, J-Hope took the mic and gave the quote of the night. You will know when you listen to our new album and watch our performance that liking BTS was the best decision ever. Again, Hobie with the awesome quote of the night. Um, and if you haven't seen that video, I'm hoping it's in one of the videos I'm going to link to in the show notes. I'm not exactly positive. But he was, I mean, the way he said it, he was like, you know, we're going we're gonna to prove that ARMY... Uh, isn't crazy. They like us for a reason. Um, and I just can't, I can't wait for the new album. It's, it's going to be awesome. And of course, after the Grammys, the guys did, they didn't go to an after party. They went to the hotel and they did a post Grammy V live. Um, it was really cute. Everybody, you know, got to talk. It was not as long as the one last year. Um, but it was still really good, and it was nice to see all the guys. And they were, I'll tell you right now, ridiculously happy about their their appearance and about being on the Grammys. So, bottom line, they are ridiculously happy. Therefore, it's a good thing. Um, and I, like I said, they were all anybody talked about. You know, nobody. You know, there were a lot of pr crazy performances. Um, Tyler, the creator, had a really um, 
a, a really huge, hugely staged performance. Um, Ariana Grande did. Um, you know, Lizzo started the night out performing, but really, all anybody really wanted to talk about was BTS, and that is a win in anybody's book. Uh, also, this past week uh, was the Soul Music Awards. Of course, BTS were not there because they are still in LA, but they won a, uh, a day sang, a physical album day sang for Persona. So that's pretty awesome. Um, they also got that the bon, the bonsai. That's that one where it's like everybody gets an award, and I'm not sure if that's a. It feels like a participation award. You know, it's like yay, you're here, but I'm not sure that's right. So please don't be angry with me if I'm wrong. Um, but they did win the physical album day sang for Persona. Um, Side note, TXT won the Rookie Award. They they are they're racking them up too. Um, they're gonna have to. They've already got an award, an award room for BTS for all their awards. They're gonna have to make one for TXT here fairly soon. Um, but um, there was an article uh, on Soupy. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but that's what it looks like. Uh, they said that this was the third year in a row that BTS had won a day and sang from Soul Music Awards. And um, just, you know, very awesome. They are way ahead of anybody on career day sayings at this point. And Seven's just going to win them a whole bunch more. Also this week, Big Hit marks, marks their 15th anniversary um, they started uh, February 1st, uh, 15 years ago. And what they did was they released some family photos. So they released an album of photos on Facebook. There'll be a link in the show notes, of course. And they got all their people together. So Lee Hyun, uh, BTS, and TXT were all in the, in the photos. Um and these were awesome. There were a set where everybody was dressed very formally in black suits. And, of course, that was awesome. And then they had one where everybody was more casual and dressed in uh, pastels. And also very awesome. But it was just really great to see everybody together in these photos. Uh, Elite Daily said, you know, the record label represents some of the biggest names in K-pop. So what better present could the company give to its fans than a dreamy anniversary pic? Which is basically what they did. Um, the most talked about picture on Twitter, at least, that I that I saw when they came out was there's a picture of everyone ordered by height. And so, you know, you got Lee Hyun on one side. He's the shortest. And you got Subin from TXT on the tall side. He's the tallest. And everybody, you know, is lined up. It is, it is a great photo. It really is. Um, it's weird to see Nam June not be the tallest person. But, you know, uh, I think Huni Kai and Subin beat, are, are taller. I know Subin is. He's taller than everybody. So that was, that was the favorite picture uh, out of the set for most people. Like I said, there'll be a link to the album in the show notes so you can go see all the pictures yourself. So, uh, BTS has been on the cover of Time Magazine, the adult version, but now, um, Time for Kids. There's a, a version of Time written, you know, for younger readers, and BTS is on the cover. It's a cover story called Fan Favorites, and it's, you know, it talks about, um, uh, Army, her name's uh, Jaylen, and about how much she she loves BTS and why they are important to her. And um, it also goes on to talk about a little bit about BTS's history, about how BTS has worked with you know UNICEF and different charities, and then how Army has supported charity, um, how they've inspired us to do that. 
it's it's actually a really great article. Um, I, I went and read it, of course. Um, one thing I thought was really cool was it had you know certain words through the article that were highlighted, and if you clicked on it, it was it came up with a window with a definition. So it's giving the you know the reader an opportunity to learn new vocabulary words. Really neat. I, I really I really thought it was a really cool article, um, but. Um, apparently this issue has been out already for a bit, so armies can't find it, <laughs> can't find the print edition, but if you'd like to read the article, it is online, and there'll be a link to it in the show notes, but it's a very, uh, if you've got a young reader at home, I highly recommend this article, it really is very well written, it's a very good, um, uh, it says five and six, I'm assuming that's fifth and sixth grade, uh, it's definitely a little wordy for five and six year olds, so I'm I'm pretty sure it's fifth and sixth grade. So if you've got a reader around that age, uh, definitely uh, let them read the article online. It's really good, um, really well done. So as uh, I mentioned earlier, uh, BTS is going to co uh, collaborate uh, um, on a song on Lau's next album. The album comes out on January. No, that's when he announced it. I'm sorry. The album comes out March 6th, and the song is called Who? And when Namjoon talked about it at iHeart, he said, our voices are on it. So it sounds like it's everybody and not just like one or two members, but we shall see when it comes out. But uh, very excited about this because... You know, I know there's some disagreement on the Make It Right featuring Lau version. Uh, I prefer the original version, but I don't dislike the collaboration. I, I really like it, too. So I'm looking forward to uh, them returning the favor and uh, appearing on one of Lau's singles. Um, and, you know, like I said, I think it's going to be a really good single. The uh, Make It Right was good. I you know, I think this will be, I've liked, I like some of Lau's songs, uh, solo songs. Uh, so, you know, it's also, you know, March 6th is not that far after the release of Seven, which is February 21st. So that's just going to get more push for sales of Seven. So definitely keep an eye out for the single. We will support it like we do all their collaborations. So that's exciting. Okay, for the schedule next week, on February 4th, which is Tuesday, Run BTS episode 94 will be released. Uh, also, um, on the 4th, the Big Hit Corporate Briefing will be held. Originally, they were going to allow fans uh, to register to attend the briefing in Seoul, but with the outbreak of the coronavirus, uh, they've decided to make the briefing private. They said that, you know, they wanted to protect the health and well-being of the fans. But it will be recorded to watch later on YouTube, just like it was uh, with the last briefing. Uh, also, um, on Wednesday, February 5th, Connect BTS New York City is, uh, starts this is the end, the official end of Phase 2. So, definitely moving through the comeback map. Uh, the official start of Phase 3 is February 10th, and that's when the first concept photos will come out and everybody will go crazy. Um, but, again, Wednesday with Connect BTS, that is the end of Comeback Phase 2. Also next week are the on-sale dates for the North American leg of the 2020 tour. So there's th four dates you need to know. Uh, on the 4th, which is Tuesday, if you registered uh, for the official fan club pre-sale, um, you had to have done that by now because that registration is already closed. But if you registered on the 4th, you might get an email giving you a pre-sale code for 
the fan club presale. This does not mean you are guaranteed a ticket. This means that you are allowed to participate in the presale. The presale, the fan club presale, is the 5th of February. That is Wednesday. That is the official fan club verified fan presale for the North American tour dates. So that's your first opportunity to get tickets. On Thursday, February 6th, the next day, is the Ticketmaster Verified Fan Presale. That was a separate registration. It's also closed already. But it is a second opportunity to get tickets if you registered and if you get an email with a presale code. Just as with the other presale, you may not get an email. And if you get an email and get a presale code, you are not guaranteed a ticket. So, that's your second opportunity to get tickets. Then your third opportunity is February 7th, which is Friday. And that is the general on-sale date for the North American tour. Okay? So, those are the dates you need to know. Again, if you get a pre-sale code, it doesn't guarantee you tickets. It only guarantees you the opportunity to participate in the pre-sale. We all know that Ticketmaster is going to crash that day. It happens every time, and it's going to happen again. Uh, they're going to do the same thing with the waiting rooms where you're just like, you're the 4,000th person in line. One thing that's different, um, all these pre-sales, uh, you had to pick a show that you was the show you most wanted to go to. So, when you log in, hopefully, it will go ahead and send you to the show that you picked. So that at least, you know, takes off, what, 30 seconds in the process? But, you know, it's going to be crazy. But this next week, hopefully everybody wants a ticket, gets a ticket. I would like to go to the Atlanta show. Got my fingers crossed. Hope you get the show that you like. It's going to be crazy. So my last word this week. Hmm. What do I want to talk about? Trust. That's what I want to talk about. As I said in the, the part about the Grammys, there was a lot of dis there was a lot of disagreement online about the level of support that Army should give the Grammys, not the not the guys. We always support the guys, but whether you know we should watch it on television and give them the ratings, watch it online and give them the views, what we should do. And I'm not telling people not to have an opinion. Definitely have an opinion. Um, I'm not telling people they have to do anything. You don't have to watch it. You don't have to give them hits if you don't want to. Um, but a lot of the discussion, it got to the point where people were concerned that if BTS saw this, they would be offended, maybe? Hurt, maybe? Um, like I said, I'm not telling people not to have an opinion. Um, everybody has a right to their opinion. They have a right to express their opinion uh, politely. Um, they, you know, don't have to watch anything they don't want to watch. But we need to trust that BTS knows what they're doing. They are adults, after all. I know some people have, have stand them since they were children, literally, uh, like in uh, Jungkook's and uh, Taeyong and Jimin, they were basically children. Um, but they are all adults now. Personally, I've only stand them since 2018. So, I've, you know, to me, they've always been adults. Um, so we need to trust that, that they know what they're doing, that they're looking at things from a lot of different angles and making good decisions. Because, in retrospect, the Grammy performance, it, you know, it put them on everybody. Like I said, a lot of people's radar, and they were. it was all anybody talked about. 
So we definitely need to need to trust um, that they know what they're doing. It's their career, after all. Again, everybody's allowed to their opinion. Nobody has to watch anything. Um, just maybe <laughs> not say things that make it sound like BTS doesn't know what they're doing. Just because they're they're not necessarily doing what you would do, doesn't mean that they don't understand what they're doing. So that is my last word this week. So where you can find BTS this week, you can subscribe for free at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Um, if you subscribe and listen on a uh, website that allows you to leave comments and reviews, please do so because it helps uh, the podcast to move up in the search results. As I've said a lot, uh, the website is btsthisweek.com. That's where you'll find the show notes for this episode and all previous episodes that contain links to all the articles that I um, went through to put this show together. There is a Facebook page for the podcast. The link to that will also be in the show notes. Where you can find me to talk to me. I am usually on Twitter. BTS Mama Bear. You can definitely talk to me on Twitter. Um, I'm on YouTube, BTS Mama Bear. And TikTok, BTS Mama Bear. I have not been on TikTok as much the last week or so. um, For very good reasons. Uh, One, um, I was helping my husband with a work emergency. Um, I don't work anymore outside the home, but he's in IT. I used to work in IT, so sometimes if something blows up, uh, I help out a little bit. And so I helped out a little bit. Um, but the, it was also my husband's birthday and our wedding anniversary, uh, all this stuff in the last few weeks. So um, the goal is to get back on TikTok. And, and post more videos. But uh, you can find me there too. Handle, again, BTS Mama Bear. So I purple you. You are awesome. Uh, the world needs more people like you. And if anybody tells you any different, they don't know what they're talking about. So, there. And uh, hopefully next week I won't sound like this because I, I think I sound pretty rough. Um, but y'all have a good week. I purple you. And uh, just remember, stream ego. Talk to you. <laughs> have a good week, and I'll talk to you in seven days. <laughs>